Hello again. Welcome to another episode of In Melbourne Last Week. My name is Ivan Pugioni and I am the host of this podcast and this is the 15th ever episode, or 15th rather, not 50th, (laughs) I'm not quite there yet. I also co-host a Seinfeld podcast called But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character, aka Bidwabask, and uh, this is my effort to do an interview podcast. I've been wanting to do one of these for a very long time, and I'm 15 episodes in, and uh, I feel like uh, it's all going okay, and I've had really interesting guests on board as well. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, you can send me an email in Melbourne last week at gmail.com. This podcast is also on Twitter at IMLastWeek, also on Facebook and Instagram at in Melbourne last week. It's been a number of weeks since I've had a guest on this podcast. Uh, episode 13 was about me and my uh, battle with cancer last year, and uh, episode 14 was a bit of a short story that I had been writing as part of an anthology series. So uh, I had a bit of a break from guests for uh, a couple of weeks, and I thought I'd do something a bit different, but I am back on the guest game now, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. My guest for this week, he is a a podcaster and Star Wars enthusiast all the way from Pennsylvania in the USA. Um, He's also a longtime fan of my Seinfeld podcast, Bidwabask. His name is uh, Jeffrey Fishbuck. Um, So basically we talked about his love of Star Wars, you know, what it means to him and what he experienced when the original Star Wars episode 4, A New Hope, came out into the cinemas when he was eight years old and uh, he told me what that was like. Um, He also spoke a bit about Seinfeld, um, you know, how that, what that show meant to him because he's a huge fan of that show as well uh and also he talked a bit about the uh, last jedi his response to the fan backlash associated with some of the aspects of the film which uh, divided audiences worldwide he also co-hosts a podcast uh it's called the canto cast it's a star wars one Uh, i'll leave a link in the show notes if you want to listen to that podcast all the way from pennsylvania here is my guest for this week my 13th ever guest for the 15th ever episode of in melbourne last week jeffrey fishbuck Today in Melbourne, I am recording right now with a very special guest all the way from Pennsylvania in the United States. He is a um, Star Wars enthusiast and he's also a podcaster and he's also a, a longtime fan of my Seinfeld podcast, but I don't want to be a secondary character. I love getting emails from this guy and messages and everything. It's always good. Uh, my, his name is Jeffrey Fishbuck. How are you? I'm good. Good. How are you? Yeah, not bad. What, what time is it over in uh, Pennsylvania at the moment? It is 11 p.m. Oh, Saturday night. Saturday night, lovely. And you and you were telling me before we started recording that you're uh, you're relaxing, <laughs> just taking the diesel. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Yep. Drinking out of your your Kylo Ren mug, I presume. Yes. Oh no, actually, oh no, you said that was at work, right? You're uh, that that. Mug. Yeah, it, it's at work, but you know, they, they they can think I'm drinking out of it. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Awesome. So, Jeff, um, I, as I did mention in the introduction, you are um, a massive fan of Star Wars. And um, mm-hmm. so I, I just have to ask you, and, and I'm sure you get this all the time and, and, and everything like that, because I, I, I too am a, a massive Star Wars fan as well. Probably not as massive as you, but um, mm-hmm. I, I, do, I do have um, quite an affinity for the series. I, you know, me, me growing up, you know, watching it, you know, especially the original trilogy, it, it had a huge impact on me. You know, I loved the right. whole, the as you probably can attest to, um, I really loved the mythology of the of the series. You know, it, had, it was like a space fantasy. You know, which was which was really great. And uh, um, yeah, it's just it's just really well written characters as well. 
uh, especially in the original trilogy. So, yeah, I, I grew up really enjoying those movies, and I've watched them probably at least 30, 40 times each, um, and I still love wow. it every time, the, the originals, yeah. yeah. Uh, the prequels, you know, I guess for me, um, uh, they're, they're obviously probably not as good as the originals, but, you know, they do have some kind of qualities to them, in my opinion. And um, I guess right. a bit later on we'll talk about The Last Jedi and, and The Force Awakens, and uh, we'll get your take on those. Um, but i got to ask you, Jeff, I mean, how did you discover Star Wars and, and what does the series mean to you? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> pretty, well, pretty pretty deep question, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I first discovered it I when I was eight, I would say. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was eight years old in 77 and my, we were on vacation. We were vacationing down in North Carolina, which is further South than us. We always used to go there on our family vacations to Nags Head, North Carolina uh-huh. to the beach. Yep. And I remember as fuzzy memory of seeing the original trailer on TV and just, you know, Telling my dad that you know, I I have to see this movie. You right, know? right. Just there's something about it that just drew me to it, and I I needed to see it. And I <clears throat> I don't think I saw it in '77 though. I think I saw it on our vacation in '78 because oh, okay. it was still in the theaters. Right. <laughs> and my dad just decided, you know what? He took he took one one night of our vacation and said, I'll take you. I'll take you and your brother to see Star Wars. Oh, that's pretty so amazing. So we went and saw Star Wars, and ever since then, I've just been, like, hooked. Yes. There's just something about it. I know a lot of people say this, but it was that first shot of the Star Destroyer flying into the screen, and it just seemed like it kept going forever. Oh, yeah. It just, yeah. like, mesmerized me. Oh, I'm sure. And the effects, I guess, in 1977, because especially for Episode 4, um, A New Hope, you know, <clears throat> sorry, A New Hope, I, the budget, you know, the Star Wars wasn't really, was, wasn't seen to be like a big thing, you know, like the, the budget was, you know, obviously minimal compared to later Star Wars films. But this film, I guess, with what it had, it was, it was quite impressive. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I, I, I liked all the, you know, back then, I thought, you know, everyone was like, oh, my goodness, the effects were just, you know, on another level. So, yeah, it was it was something different, something to, you know, for the kids back then to latch on to. Because, you know, back then, I don't think, you know, anyone made fun of me as a little kid, you know, eight year old kid like in Star Wars, because every eight year old kid loves Star Wars, it seemed. Yeah, sure. And that's what. I guess if they gave we you were trouble, all talking about. yeah. And I guess if they gave you trouble, you could get your plastic lightsaber and you know, whack them on the on the backside. You know, <laughs> that's right. Around. Yeah, <laughs> you could be yep. like Luke Skywalker or, or Darth Vader if you uh, if you're on the dark side, <laughs> and you could sort yeah. them out. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't born when when A New Hope came out. Um, I was <laughs> I was born about eleven years later. Um, but I no, could no. imagine, you know, this thing that just came out of nowhere, and I guess it changed the whole. You know, it changed the whole aspect of cinema. You know, like movies from then on yeah. became really, you know, Star Wars was really high concept. You know, back in the day, yeah. um, you know, it was something that you know George Lucas. It all came from George Lucas's mind. You know, that's that's yeah. quite. He's had quite an amazing imagination. So, um, yeah. I, you know, it's a bit bit hard for me to kind of you know understand how what you were going through at, at the age of eight. 
um, back in 77, 78 when you, were, when you saw the movie. But I could imagine it was a huge rush, like you, like yeah. you mentioned. Yeah, that would have been amazing. And, and it seemed like the, the theater was still, even though it was almost a year later that I saw it in the theater, it still seemed like the theater was pretty full. And it did, you know, it was just doing massive business back then. Now, as an eight-year-old kid, I didn't know that back then. But, you know, I read the stories today of back then mm. and seeing how much money it brought in. It it was just crazy. Oh, massive. And, and I was actually, I was watching a documentary on Netflix about um, the, yeah, the original Star Wars toys. Yeah, you know, like the, mm-hmm. the small figurines. And, and they, I forgot the name of the company. It was a really small company you know, toy company, uh, and they gave the license to them. And yeah, they Kenner. made it. What's, what's the name? Kenner. Oh, Kenner. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah, they, they're, they they're, no longer, they're no longer around. I think uh, Hasbro bought them. Hasbro bought them out? Yeah, that's right. Hasbro, yeah, I think they mentioned that. But it's amazing. Like, they thought, oh, look, we'll just give the license to this small company. You know, all the other, yeah. all the other, like Mattel and Hasbro and all those other, those giant toy companies, you know, turned it down and then... You know, Ken has made a made a ton of money off it, which is amazing. Oh yeah. Mm. And those, do you have any of those original Star Wars dolls? Oh, yes, those Star I Wars do. figurines. Oh wow, yeah. I hear yeah. they're I hear they're worth quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if mine would be or not because mine are actually played with. So. Oh right, <laughs> they weren't kept I in still, the. In the I still have mine from when I was a kid. Ah cool. So, oh, that, that's amazing. I, I'm not one of those that because I'm not a massive collector, but <clears throat> when I do get you know, one of the newer figures or something, I will open it. I don't keep it in the box. I open it just because I like to, you know, have it displayed. And my, my thoughts, since I get told I'm a, just a big kid at heart anyway, <laughs> you know, they're, they were meant to be played with. So of course, yeah. You know, and you know, you only I just take them out, display them. Yeah. And you only live once, you know, you might as well enjoy them. That's right. Yeah, instead of leaving them in, in, in plastic wrap or plastic uh, and, you know, boxes yeah. or whatever. And like I said, I'm not a collector. I'm not I'm not collecting them to to resell, you know, so they they're for me, so. Yeah, of course. And you can pass them down to, I guess, you know, the next generation right. when you're uh, you know, when you're older or, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to do with them, sell them or eventually or whatever you want. It's your right. choice. Yep. Yeah, awesome. So Jeff, I, I I do follow you on Twitter, um, or as um, you know from from uh, Bidwabask, my Seinfeld podcast, mm-hmm. as well as uh, my personal account, uh, and as well as this one uh, in Melbourne last week's Twitter account. And I've noticed um, when the Last Jedi, the latest installment, was released, you were quite uh, quite vocal <laughs> with regards to some of the fan backlash regarding the movie. I mean, you know, there there were some things such as um, you know people were complaining about. Um, the treatment of Luke Skywalker, you know, like that his character mm-hmm. was just kind of, you know, shuffled off without any dignity, you know. These are just things that I've read, yeah. um, you know, and also uh, I've heard complaints about the movie, like people saying it's gearing the movie towards, you know, those so-called social justice warriors, you know, yeah. uh, feminists and, and that sort of thing. And then the plot was a bit derivative and people weren't happy with, you know, the Princess Leia, Mary Poppins sequence, yeah. <laughs> you know, the one I'm yeah. talking about. Um, so I guess, you know, based based on that, what's your what's your take on The Last Jedi? I mean, because it, it, it divided a lot of fans. Like a lot of fans liked yeah. it, but a lot, a lot didn't. <coughs> a, lot, a lot hated it and... You know, for example, right. the character of Rose, you know, they compared her to someone like Jar Jar Binks, which I think is a bit rough. Oh, you know, so what do you, uh, what, what's your take on, on, on the criticism there? 
And did you like the movie? Oh, I, I, I love the movie. Yeah. I, I, I've, you know, spoken about it on my, my podcast and actually one of my co-hosts on our, our podcast, he didn't care for it. Uh, do he, you mean he didn't care for the movie or he didn't care for the criticism? Oh, he didn't care for the movie. Oh, all right. Sure. Um, yep. when, when he first saw it, when we did our initial, you know, movie review and we talked about it, he really did, you know, enjoy it. Uh-huh. But as he saw it again and a third time, he started seeing, you know, different things that he didn't like here and there, which is fine, you know. And yeah. we, we joke about it on our podcast back and forth because my other co-host, he, he, he really liked the movie too. So we, we always give him a hard time when he says something about The Last Jedi. <laughs> right. But, but it's all in good fun. Yeah, yeah and sure. that that that's what is is so frustrating when you see the other fans on Twitter and Facebook and stuff going back and forth at each other. I mean, really like venomous, yeah. like saying stuff like about their, you know, them personally. I'm like, it, it, it's a movie. Yeah, don't, exactly. Don't attack the person because they like something you don't. Mm. You can have a civil conversation with someone, you know, that disagrees with you. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to resort in the name calling and stuff like this, mm. but Hey, you know, everyone's been saying that this is the worst they've seen star Wars fandom in a long time. Yeah. And I have to agree with them because I've said it before. I was totally oblivious to all the prequel backlash back when they first came out. Yeah. Cause I wasn't, you know, back then I, I wasn't really on the internet yet. I didn't hear all this, you know, prequel bashing until I started listening to podcasts. Right. And I found a bunch of Star Wars podcasts I was listening to, and I was like, really? There were people that hated the prequels? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Where, where were they back then? And people were telling <laughs> me, oh, they, they were there. You you really had to look for them, but they were there. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah. that." And <laughs> you did mention Jar Jar Binks. Mm. And... I, people that know me know I am a Jar Jar fan. Yes. <laughs> That's why I, I noticed because as soon as I said, you know, Rose was compared to Jar Jar Binks, I heard the, I heard the groan, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. No. Yeah. Yeah. Look, this is, these but, are things that I've read. So I'm just, I'm just going yeah. on what I've read. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I, I don't mind. Yeah. I get, I get people, I get people on Twitter that are my friends that I get along with, you know, they, They'll rib me about Jar Jar, you know, and I'll rib them about something else that they like that I don't. So it's it like I said, it's all in good fun. You just have to, I guess, pick the section of fandom and mm. the people that you follow. Yeah, carefully. Because cool. I've blocked a couple of people on Twitter already that just could not carry on a decent conversation back and forth. Of course, and and you know you gotta have so, you gotta be civil. You know you can't. You can't be name calling and you know and stuff. I mean, it's your opinion. You know, if you like the movie, you like it. If you don't, then you don't. That's as right. simple as that. You know. Yep. Yeah. Like, I, I can yeah. see. I, I can. I can hear the the frustration. You know, um, in, in your voice, and and especially it's it's sad too because the Star Wars community is very, it's very tight knit. You know. Yeah. And you know, there's 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 millions of millions in the community, and um, yeah, I, I guess you know it's usually unified. 
and um, because of the Last Jedi, people uh, people were saying that you know Star Wars is being dumbed down and and that sort of thing, and and you know it causes derision, which is uh, which right. is quite sad, or division rather, which yeah. is which is quite sad. Yeah, and the whole Princess Leia, General Leia, Mary Poppins thing. <laughs> when, when that first happened in the theater, I must admit my first reaction was I when I saw it, I was like kind of in awe. Yeah, I was like, oh my goodness. I didn't know she can do that, yeah. you know, with, with the force. I was like, that is something we've never seen. That is, that is awesome. And then I leaned over to my wife and I whispered, I can't hear, I can't wait to hear fans backlash on Twitter about this. Oh, you knew, you knew something was going to happen. I, I, I just knew it was just like something in my head. I'm like, oh my goodness, the, the fanboys, the, the haters <laughs> are really going to hate this. Oh, I'm sure. So well, maybe Princess Leia or General Leia was, uh, was more powerful than we thought. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a that, yeah. that's a theory. Maybe maybe she's yeah, more well, powerful than Luke. Yeah, there. Yeah, there are theories out there that are saying that maybe she was actually the chosen one and not Luke. And mm-hmm. but when when I hear people say that, I'm like, well, said. I get. I guess you don't watch movies closely enough because the chosen one was actually Anakin. So. Oh, that's right. And then unfortunately, Anakin uh, went to the dark right. side, and uh, yeah, he uh, he used yep. his powers for bad. Rather than good, right? Yeah, but then you know, in the Return of the Jedi, of course, he uh, he redeemed himself before he died. You know, saving his yep. son. So you know, he had a, he still had some good in him, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he's a he's a, a tragic, I guess, a tragic hero at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your um what's your favorite Star Wars uh, film in the series? Mm. It's funny every time someone asks me that, I say all of them, <laughs> but. Right. But if you had but, to pick but one, if I had to like just pick one, yeah, it would probably return the Jedi, with Empire being a very close second, right? So, yeah, but I always have, and again, I always have a special place in my heart for A New Hope because that's the first one I I ever saw, yeah, and of that's course. that started off for you. So, yeah, it's it, it's really hard to when when you're like a massive massive star wars fan like i am it's hard just to pick one when someone asks that but yeah i I usually go with return the jedi when they like nail me down and say well you have to pick just one (laughs) you're stuck on a desert island and for some reason there's a tv and a dvd player connected to electricity for some reason (laughs) and we'll give you one dvd what it's what's it gonna be yeah yeah if you had to pick one yeah Yeah. which actually it's even tougher now because the, the new Solo movie is right up there with, with Return of the Jedi almost, too, for oh, me. Wow, so, okay. I, I haven't seen Solo yet. I, I missed uh, it when it, it was in the cinema. I'll have to wait until it comes out. Yeah, I just yeah. think he... And with everyone complaining about Alden Ehrenreich not being Harrison Ford, he did a really, really good job. Yeah, I heard I heard he was... Um, he didn't have much acting experience, either. Um, no, I mean, the yeah. only... Yeah, the only movie I I seen him in before Solo was Hail Caesar, and that was like a smaller, like almost like independent type movie. Yeah, like an indie film. So yeah, I mean he did a really good job. Not once did I say, "Oh, I'm not watching Harrison Ford." Mm. I I thought I'm watching Han Solo. Yeah, of course. Which, what which what he was hired to do. He wasn't trying to be Harrison Ford. Of course. But yeah, uh, he did a really good job, and the Donald Glover 
did a great job as Lando. Oh yeah, and, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, he's oh a good Lando. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just when everyone's saying Solo is one of those Star Wars movies that you could just pop in for something in the background, and then if you're walking through and you see a scene that you love, you just sit down, you get hooked, and just mm-hmm. you know start watching straight through. So. Oh, nice. Oh, well, when it comes out, I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool. And um, and also, Jeff, obviously, you, you know, you listen to my podcast. Well, not this one, but my other one, but I don't want to be yeah. a secondary character. Um, so you, you, you're obviously a, a fan of Seinfeld as well. Um, yeah. How did you, uh, i got to ask, just like Seinfeld, um, Star Wars rather, but how did you, uh, how did you um, get into Seinfeld and uh, what does it mean to you? Ooh, uh, Seinfeld... Uh, what that premiered in eighty nine? Yeah, so you would have been, you know, like a young. I would have just been buck. out of high school. Yeah, 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 just out of high school, and uh, you know, you turn on NBC, and I guess the yeah. show's on. Actually, yeah. actually, I think I didn't actually pick up on Seinfeld until maybe season two. Yeah, my brother was the one that was that started watching from the beginning, and it was like almost towards the end of season two. Mm-hmm. I, I just kept hearing him talk talking with his friends and my parents and stuff about Seinfeld and you know you know talking about the jokes and stuff and I always ask him I'm like I'm like you know what the hell are you talking about and he goes he goes Seinfeld I'm like what is that and he was like because it's a sitcom on uh, TV mm-hmm. and he told me he goes dude he goes you just have to sit down and watch it he goes I think you'll love it and I'm like all right so one night I just put it on the TV and the rest was history. Oh, I'm sure. I was, I was like, I was like, this, this stuff is kind of funny because, you know, back then the early nineties and stuff, the observational humor was huge. Yeah. So yeah, I just, Oh, and then, um, I think it was probably Kramer's character uh-huh. that really spoke to me. Oh, definitely, and and, and I don't know yeah, why, and, just for some reason. Yeah, because in season two, Kramer, you know, we I've mentioned this before on on Bass with Stephen, but um, in season two, Kramer's character really comes into his own. You know, he oh really, yeah, you like basically the Kramer who he becomes for the rest of the series is basically the the foundations begin in in season two, season one. He's still trying to find his you know find his feet. And and right. obviously, and when he was Kessler in in you know yeah. the the first ever episode, I'm, like Stephen and I considered him a totally different character to Kramer. So, yeah, you know he was like a like right. a slob, you know, right, and slovenly kind of guy. Whereas Kramer's a bit more, you know, he's very eccentric, obviously, and uh, yeah, he's a very very interesting character and enjoyable to watch. Yeah, yeah very uh, very yeah, slapstick. Yeah, it wasn't until I got my um the seasons on DVD. Yeah. And I was able to go back and watch all the episodes that I didn't see before I started watching it. And when I played that pilot episode, I was like, did he just call him Kessler? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who's Kessler? Who's Kessler, yeah. yeah. So I was like, did they change his character like halfway through? What's going on? So, <laughs> yeah, I was that just like threw me off. Uh, of course, especially when you started like, no, season two. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. It, for me, it's, it's very, very enlightening hearing from yourself. You know, obviously, I'm an American. You know, growing up, you know, 
you know, with Star Wars coming out and then Seinfeld coming out, it's really interesting to me hearing it from from someone like yourself, you know? Because, you know, for me, Seinfeld, um, I was probably about eight or nine, like you with Star Wars. And I, my father, right. my father used to love Seinfeld, and he he'd watch it all the time. But I'd watch it for Kramer, you know, because you know when you're like yeah. eight years old, you know, some of the you know the yeah. jokes, you know, from like Jerry and George and stuff, kind of get over your head a little bit <laughs> as an eight year old. Right. You see Kramer like you know sliding through the door or you know getting pushed and falling over and stuff. You know, as a kid, it's really funny. You know, and then yeah. and then I like like you, I I I got the DVDs as well, and I I watched. I watched Seinfeld back to back twice. I watched the whole series, um, you know, twice in a row. And right. uh, yeah, it, for me, it just yeah, it changed everything for me. And and it's interesting, like from in Australia as well. Aust- Australians really in- love American humor. Like we really we really get drawn to it. Um, I guess it's because you know in Australia a lot of American shows have come here. You know, over the decades, and you know we've kind of grown up watching them. We understand the humor. Like, but if you go to somewhere like the United Kingdom, you know, Seinfeld isn't as popular because the humor there is a bit different. So, yeah, it's just, right. yeah, and I mean, it's just, it's just really, um, you know, it's really interesting how how Australians really take to American comedy as well. You know, coming from yeah. coming from my perspective, I, I guess I could also speak the same for us over here in America because I remember really liking. Uh, Benny Hill. Yeah. When I was younger. And that's, you know, comes from Britain. Um, Money Python. And it's just funny because, like, a lot of the British humor I saw as a kid on PBS. Yeah. Because they used to run Money Python's Flying Circus and Benny Hill and stuff on PBS all the time. And, you know, for some reason, and when I got into high school, everyone's talking oh do you see the holy grail yet mighty python oh my goodness mm-hmm. so funny yeah and it's just like you know i'm I'm pretty sure you're like they're over there and you know england and stuff saying you know you're welcome <laughs> but you know we, we we try to give them seinfeld and they don't care for it so yeah i guess it's it's yeah. just different kind of humor i suppose right it's probably right. a bit too i don't know maybe they don't like the observational humor I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'll have to speak to a British person and, and find out. <laughs> right. But what do you have? You watched any Australian comedies at all? I mean, have you? Do you like Australian stuff? I mean, if you if you've seen much. Um. I mean, what's your take on on Amer- Australian comedy? If you if you experienced. I know you guys mentioned one of them, and I'm trying to remember which one it was. Oh, in a previous uh, episode. Um, yeah. Oh, there's there's so many <laughs> I've forgotten. Yeah. But yeah. But but I guess, you know, you haven't really been too familiar with Australian humor. No, but yeah. a, as you guys were mentioning them though, I was like making mental notes of them like, oh I'm gonna have to go check YouTube and see if I can find an episode of this and check it out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I I've just, you know, never checked out any yet. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But, uh, because Seinfeld Seinfeld over here, Jeff, is is massive like you know, I've been to a few trivia nights at, you know, bars and, you know, uh, pubs and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's always full. It's always a sellout. Right. You know, and there's Facebook groups, like Australian groups as well. And as always, it's it's well into the thousands, you know. Wow. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like over here, you know, people still love Seinfeld. You know, it, it's such an, in, like Star Wars, it's just such an endearing franchise. 
you know, which will, yeah. which will be, you know, it'll be watched for for many years to come, even before we, uh, after we go, I think. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter if it doesn't hold up, you know. Yeah, of course, I know. It doesn't I, matter if people yeah. go, well, if he had a cell phone. Yeah, that would have never happened. Yeah, and I know, I know some people's, you know, sentiments regarding, you know, some representations of, you know, different races and, you know, so right. I, I can understand there's a bit of, you know, a bit of frustration about that, but you know, I guess overall the humor. Uh, you know the humor's it's still there. It was, and Seinfeld was so groundbreaking. You know, it was as, as we've mentioned several times yeah. on Bidwabask. Um, you know, it's just it's just right. so groundbreaking. And uh, yeah, Steve and I are a huge fan. I mean, there, there's still some episodes that I I watch and I you know seen them a hundred times. Some some I just still just laugh out loud at. Oh yeah, and me too. I think which one. The Merv Griffin Show one. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That one gets me every time. Just the way Kramer's acting like he's on TV. Yeah, I know. And he's it's such delusional. Hel- <laughs> uh, oh, that one gets. So, so where are the cameras at? <laughs> like looking around. I'm like, that just, it just gets me. And then he was like, time for a break. Yeah. Turns on the player. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> yeah oh excellent yeah i know that's a good one actually a couple of weeks ago we did um i'm sure you've listened to our episode we did the shower head that was one where oh, I, yeah. I laughed basically the whole way through it was just so good. yeah it was it's in my top 10 seinfeld episodes so yeah uh, yeah i just love the shower head and it was great because all, all my one of all my favorite secondary characters were uh were in there <laughs> there was newman there was uh, the costanzas right. the seinfelds they were all there so uh yeah, it was yeah. a great, great episode yeah, oh, I get the feeling. I understand what you what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, sometimes you just have that where you can like watch something, and no matter how many times you watch it, you know, you just laugh. Yeah, it, it's just so, so endearing or enduring. I should yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And I mean, aren't we aren't we in a great time when we can you know appreciate shows like Seinfeld and film franchises like Star Wars and. What a world we live right. in. Yeah, I, I mean, I before I um, discovered your Seinfeld podcast, I yeah. was listening to the Seinfeld Oh, yeah, they're great, Matt and Vinny. Yeah. Yeah, they're really Matt good. and Vinny, and got to admit, I miss those guys. Yeah, me too. No, they were, they were uh, I'm, good, good I'm guys. Wait, I'm waiting for them to come out with the Curb cast, but, you know. I think they've been I a bit hesitant to, about it, though. I, 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 yeah. You know, they kind of, you know, they've been asked by several people to do it but i think they're kind of i don't think they really want to yeah. do it well i i know from what i i hear when they were doing their show there towards the end it seems like matt's all for it but it's Vinny that the that's the holdout yeah and i've been trying to bug him on twitter and facebook <laughs> you know like i'm like come on matt i said get Vinny to say yes I've but, always I've always wondered if they listen to to my podcast. I don't know. I've just I've always been curious. Right. I'm like I wonder if Matt and Vinny are listening in. I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I and I like when I discovered their podcast. It was they were on they were on season one, episode three. Right. So it oh. wasn't far in. So I was able to go back and get caught up. But when I went back to get caught up, I did. I made sure. I took my Seinfeld DVDs with me to my part-time job on the weekends mm-hmm. where I'm a movie projectionist and really, while the movie's running, I have nothing to do, so I just pop in a DVD and watch an episode. Oh, nice. 
but I I would, you know, make sure I'm like, oh, what episode they're doing next week? I made sure I watched that one, so it was like just following right along with them. Yeah. So it was fresh in my head when they were talking about stuff. So you know, if they messed up, I was able to jump on Twitter and call them out on it. Yeah, so. we're used to that too. <laughs> Sometimes we make mistakes and we get called out. You know, people send yeah. us emails and stuff, and we're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, whoops." <laughs> yeah, but we, we're pretty we're pretty open, you know, to you know feedback and stuff. So we don't really right. we don't really mind. We don't we don't take it to heart. So you know, right? We just want yeah, to, yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's all just you know, the stuff you know the stuff I I used to do to them was all you know good fun. So yeah, they would respond to me every now and then with you know like a little like ribbing back or something like that but mm-hmm. you know um, i'm sure they i'm sure they love it yeah yeah um I, we do too we're like we, we love receiving your know, emails and messages from you and other fans and stuff and i'm sure you feel the same about your uh, your podcast the canto cast uh yeah so uh it's a star wars podcast and i guess what you guys just talk about i guess what's what's you know in the news for star wars and you know the last jedi and that sort of thing what what, what other things do you guys talk yeah. about yeah it's it's start we're let me see we're going to be recording our 40th episode um, sometime next week, hopefully. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and it started out with just me and Tristan, which Tristan, I met him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The way I got into the podcast was kind of weird. I got a saw a tweet from another Star Wars podcast that I listened to that I communicate with heavily on Twitter that they retweeted a thing from a tweet from Tristan saying that he was looking to start a star Wars podcast and he was in need of a co-host. Right. So I jumped on it right away and just messaged him and said, I was interested in, we talked on Skype for about half hour to 40 minutes one night. And he said, okay, he goes, when do you want to start? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whenever you, you do, <laughs> When we first started the podcast, it was an all Star Wars podcast. Oh, Talk yeah. Nothing, just Star Wars. But as we kept going and we added a third co-host, which was another guy I follow on Twitter, been following him for years, actually, mm-hmm. and been communicating with him, and we had him on as a guest. Yeah. And after we had him on as a guest, I said... Hey, dude, how do you, how do you feel about being third co-host? Because we we were thinking about adding a third one eventually, anyway. Mm-hmm. And he was like, seriously? I was like, yeah. I said, come on. <laughs> so nice. Mold the merit. He jumped, and then we slowly realized that we had three different generations of Star Wars fans. Yeah, I'm I'm of course the oldest on the podcast. Mm-hmm. The more experienced, the the more wise. There you go. <laughs> Jason is, he's you know, in the middle. He was born, I would say, he's probably your age. Okay. And then Tristan is an 18-year-old high school senior. Oh, there you go. So there's a, a, so, a diverse range of, uh, of opinions. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then when Jason came on, all of a sudden we found ourselves going off into tangents and mm. talking about other geek-related subjects yeah so we just decided one day hey we're going to change the format of our show we are a star wars podcast but 
we also talk about other geeky stuff. So yeah. basically, it's, we describe ourselves. We are a Star Wars podcast, but every geek has other passions. So yeah, of course, and and you know, and and it makes it more accessible. Right. Yeah. And now we are going to start changing our format just a little bit more now, probably starting with our next episode. Um, since all the news lately has been pretty much like toxic news, like Kelly Marie Tran getting chased off of Instagram because of all the, all the back, you know, we bullying. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. We're just, all three of us are just really sick about talking about like depressing news like that. Yeah. So mainly we're going to be doing like um, movie discussions about the different movies, character discussions, stuff like that. We'll pick like Return of the Jedi yeah, and just like break down Return of the Jedi and discuss that mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We probably won't go too much into Star Wars news. If something big happens, we'll probably mention it. Yeah. But it won't be like the main focus of that episode. Fair enough. And and I was going to say, Jeff, it, it's really good, like, you know, getting a diverse range of, you know, age groups, you know, for you for you and, and your other co-hosts. I mean, you've got yourself who, yeah. you know, experienced the original trilogy as a youngster. Um, you've got, also yeah. got your, your, your other co-host who, who probably experienced the trilogy or experienced Star Wars for the first time with the prequels, very similar to me. And uh, you've also yeah. got uh, your other co-host who's probably, I guess, experienced Star Wars for the first time you know, with the, the Force Awakens and, and The Last Jedi, yeah. you know, so you've got, like, it's really amazing how all three of you have discovered Star Wars, I guess, in different different ways. Right. From different uh, time periods. Yep. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it would, a, makes for interesting discussion. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that's, we, we, we try to push that, too, saying, you know, that's the unique thing about our Star Wars podcast is this fact that we have three different generations of Star Wars fans. Because there are millions of Star Wars podcasts out there. Oh, yeah. Believe me, because my podcast app is jammed with them. So, <laughs> As well as a couple of uh, Seinfeld podcasts. Wink, yep. if you know what I mean. <laughs> Seinfeld podcasts and geek podcasts and, oh, my goodness. It's, yeah, right. Sometimes I'm, I, you know, I'm like, I'm never going to catch up. Yeah. So. Are there any other podcasts you're listening to right now? Well, you know, besides you know the ones that we spoke about that you're uh, you're enjoying. Yeah, there's um, there was there's one um, new uh, Star Wars podcast that I just discovered the other day called Blue Milk on the Rocks. <laughs> it's, In uh, reference to the Luke Skywalker scene where he yeah. uh, he gets a drink. <laughs> of, yeah, you know that blue milk. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually a husband and wife. Oh, okay. That nice. talk Star Wars, which is really neat. Nice. Because really, you know, sometimes you don't always get, you know, that where the husband and wife are both into the same thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that one's really good to listen to. And Tatooine Sons. Oh, yeah. And Sons is, spe- is spelled S-O-N-S. Uh, yeah, as in like a, a child, a male, male child. Yeah. It, yeah. Yep, it's his father and his two sons talking about Star Wars, which, which is really unique. Very nice. And the last one I'll mention, just because, well, no, the, actually, there's two more because <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a patron of both of them. Okay. Um, the Tumbling Saber podcast, which is out of Canada, mm-hmm. 
really great guys and they just added a female co-host which is awesome because you get a female's per- female fans perspective on that and the other one is the Wampa's Lair podcast with uh, Carl and Jason and they just recently too also added a female co-host sure which is awesome and the unique thing I, that I liked about about the Wampus Lair, because probably the Wampus Lair is the one of the first Star Wars podcasts I started listening to. Mm-hmm. Their their unique thing is they like we're we're trying to do. They don't talk about Star Wars news at all. They just delve into like different discussions about like they'll they would take a subject like love or hate or you know diversity or something like that and they would talk about how that ties into star wars mm-hmm. like going through different themes and you know they, they do their occasional um they'll do uh film commentaries yeah they'll sit there and watch one of the movies and they'll they'll do a commentary throughout it so yeah they're all those podcasts if you're a star wars fan i would highly recommend so yeah they're they're ones that i've I've been really enjoying, and of course, you know, there's a bunch of other ones, but unfortunately, too many to name, so. Yeah, too many. <laughs> well, the Star Wars yeah. community's massive. Right. Yeah, of course, as we mentioned. Great. Anyway, Jeff, what I'll do is I'll, I'll put the uh, Canto cast details in the show notes, so, uh, you know, if, if, our, if my listeners uh, are Star Wars fans and they want to hear, uh, you know, a different kind of Star Wars podcast, uh, they can listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, thanks again, Jeff. You know, thanks so much for supporting me, you know, with uh, In Melbourne last week and also uh, Bidwell Basque as a, as a listener. <laughs> it's It's been great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we hope uh, we can continue, or Steve and I can uh, continue to keep uh, bringing out some uh, pretty uh, good content for you. Yeah. Yeah. Look forward to it. Yeah. I'll say hi to Stephen as well for you. Okay. that That's cool. All right. Great. Thanks heaps, Jeff. It was nice talking to you. Nice talking to you too. All right. Yeah, thanks very much, Jeffrey. It was really good to talk to you. Um, you know, it, it's good to talk to a, a fan of uh, another podcast that I do. You know, it's good to, to finally put a voice to a name, which is always nice. It's always good to hear from you, Jeff. So uh, keep up the good work and uh, good luck with your podcast. I'll put those details in the show notes uh, for his podcast if you're a huge Star Wars fan like me and you're, you want to listen to a different kind of Star Wars podcast. It'd be very, very good. You can listen to me on Apple Podcasts. I'm also on Spotify now. Yes, that happened a few weeks ago. Very happy about that. So you find me on Spotify. You can also find me on Stitcher as well as Podbean. I'm also on social media at I am last week on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram is the same handle at in Melbourne last week. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Ivan C. Pugioni. That was the 15th episode of In Melbourne last week and there's going to be plenty more coming up over the coming weeks as well. My name's Ivan Pugioni and thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.